What is up, Journey family? Welcome to the recap where we sit down and we just have a conversation um, about really just about the Bible, about God, and about kind of what we what's going on in the life of our church. And we want to start off today with just sharing. We have a new series coming up we starting do. next week. We do. This coming Sunday, a new series entitled Next Step. Next Steps. We all got one. Right. We're all on a journey, yes. right? And we all have another step to take and so i'll kick off that series this week with a message entitled salvation can i lose it oh yeah okay. and uh, I, I just want every person who calls the journey church home to be here yeah. um, invite your friends your neighbors your co-workers um, your unchurched friends yeah um, this would be a great message um, for someone who you're praying for God to move in their lives. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So we wrapped up uh, a message this past weekend titled God of the Possible. And I'm so grateful. I mean, I did some math earlier. Um, I, I used my calculator. I didn't actually do it in my head, though. Uh, but we've been in church for 15 years. Um, if you do some math, that's around 700 or so sermons that wow. you've done throughout the life of our church. But Going into the God of the God of the possible, I'm just so grateful for how you just like every single weekend you're believing God's going to do something in somebody's life, and you're just hungry and you're thirsty, and you spoke on a passage of scripture that in 700 sermons you've never used that passage of scripture. I yeah. just think that's it's just absolutely. If we want God to move, we just got to be hungry for what He's going to do. And I'm so grateful that you lead us in that way. And we're just looking at the message from this past weekend. I just thought there's just some. I don't know, some, some things that you shared out the top that I thought were just so good, that there's a universal thought, according to Google, there's a universal <laughs> good thought. Good old Google. I love Google. That nature follows universal laws and applies them to every circumstance throughout the universe. universe. Therefore, uh, miracles don't exist because they don't follow the laws of nature. And you use such a great visual with this moment, though, where you show that uh, gravity is a real thing. Uh, it was 9.81 meters per second squared. Um, but you had a golf ball, and you dropped it, and you caught the golf ball. Talk, talk to me about that moment. Yeah, I, you know, I was – because I'm a simple person, and so um, I know there's a lot of smart people in the room who could probably come up with a much greater illustration. But for me, um, it's, it's the simplicity of if God is the one who created, right, the laws of gravity, yeah. then it's as simple as him intervening, mm. right? And yeah. so we all know that if I drop that golf ball, it's going to hit the floor, <laughs> right? But what if? Yeah. And so you know, my hope was that it would be like that aha moment. Like people would be like, oh. Yeah. I love it just because it's such a it, – it, it showed so clearly, like, that, that example that, that you're trying to show us that, like, you know, law of gravity doesn't change. Right. But that moment that you can intervene, like, it doesn't shift what actually is going on. And we talked about just the creation and how uh, there's so many different people opinions on all these different things. But I, one of my favorite passages of Scripture is in Psalm 33, and this one that you <laughs> shared is how the Lord merely spoke, spoke and the heavens existed and just how – like it, the Big Bang Theory confirms that creation, that God spoke and it right. all occurred, right. it right. all happened. But why does it have to contradict? Yeah. Um, why can't it confirm? But that one part you said about Genesis 1 and 2, um, I've never thought about it this way. Because we focus so much on Genesis 1 and 2 about like 
what all happened and how it all happened, but really like who was the one orchestrating all this. And we're talking about miracles. It's like we so in the weeds about what's right. going on versus who's the one who's actually moving and at work. And I just thought that was just I don't know. <laughs> I was sort of like, oh my gosh. That's because so when you you look at most of the arguments, it's all based on you know how it all came to be. Yeah, like maybe that's not the focus. Yeah, uh, we just missed what's right in front of us, and so yeah, it was just one of those aha moments for me too. Like, yeah, <laughs> but you, you pray that hey, um, that those who needed. Um, Maybe that one thought just to be planted, and hopefully someone else can water that down the road. But, yeah. yeah. Well, and I just love how, like, I hear all the time about how science just continues to prov- prove God. It's always, trying, it's always trying to find something, but it's just when we found out about gravity, God had already created it. We just, we just finally figured out what he, what he right. put in motion. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, that's the beauty of science is— I mean, if you go back and look at my science book versus your science book in high school, it's changed because they're constantly finding out more about God. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Whether they want to admit right, it or not. Right, right, right. And so my science book would probably be obsolete today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as we uh, jump into our story from this past weekend, it's found in Luke 18 for those of us those of you joining us. And in Luke 18, it's the story of a blind man. And uh, you use this story and you just kind of broke it down into three practical things that we can do in our prayer life and just in our believing for a miracle, uh, whether it's for ourselves or for somebody else. And the first point you had was to pray passionately. Praying passionately. um, You said that tone matters. God (laughs) isn't interested in some repetition or phrase of prayer. God just wants our honesty. He wants us to come passionately before him. Yeah. And sometimes the most spiritual prayer we can pray is just, God, just please help me. Can you talk just for a moment about just like that, just that point, because it's, we can breeze right past it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I probably could have spent some more time there. I had a lot more thoughts, um, but I, I was really trying to focus on the end of um, this past week's experience, giving God all the time he needed to move in people's life. And so, you know, sometimes um, trying to package a 30-minute message um, (laughs) is difficult. But in that moment, reading that passage, I I immediately thought about my grandkids Mm. with the whole tone matters. Like, they may start off like, hey, Kiki, Papa D. But if we don't respond to them, their tone changes. (laughs) And then it changes again until they get our complete attention. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good illustration. Yeah. And so, you know, Papa D, Papa D, Papa D, Papa D. I mean, they're <laughs> going to constantly, you know, stay after you until yeah. um, they get what they're asking. Yeah, and I thought, man, that's just, I mean, that, I think that just puts a smile on God's face that we are so desperate yeah. um, that we would pray in such a way that we're trying to get his attention. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times when we're wanting a miracle, needing a miracle, or know someone who's needing a miracle, we're asking other people, can you pray, can you pray? And and my thought was, like, we want others praying for us, but I think a lot of times we just forget to pray for ourselves. 
Yeah. You know, we say all the time, sometimes we have to preach to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to pray for ourselves. Yeah. Or it's, I mean, even, and we'll get this to this a little bit more, but like even like someone else's prayer means more than what my prayer may mean. Right. Um, just because that person's right. a better Christian yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. You're whatever a pastor. Can you pray for me? Like yeah. you're praying to the same person. Yes. And so, yeah. Absolutely. So the next point was to pray persistently. And uh, <laughs> you, you uh, shared with us in Luke 18, 39, where people, people were telling this guy, he's blind. They're trying to get him to shut up. Yeah. They're like, bro, be quiet. <laughs> Chill out. But no, he, like, he didn't let that stop him. Yeah. He didn't let that slow him down from jumping in that. How can... How can someone continue to be persistent? Because I feel like sometimes it's easy to to hit that point where I don't know. It's hard to keep pushing. It's hard to keep asking. Mm -hmm. um, that's a good question. Um, I think persistency. Um, I think we'll become persistent about what's important to us. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've. And as a Christian, as a pastor, and, and trying to figure out, is God speaking to me, or is this some idea from Daryl? And, and trying to figure out what's the difference between those two things. Um, and my prayer is always to God, like, if this is truly from you, persistently keep it on my heart and in my mind. Because usually if it's something I think is a really cool idea, or something we should do as a church, or move in this direction, it'll go away, and I'll think of something else. Yeah. And so I think if, if we're persistent about something, we're going to put all the things in place to stay persistent, yeah. kind of like working out, <laughs> right? Yeah. I know that if I'm going to get in shape instead of being a shape, I know here are all the things that I have to do. Like I got to work my biceps, my triceps, my chest, and my back, and my shoulders, and my abs, and so, you know, there's different workouts for each muscle group. Muscle group yeah. And so you, you have to be persistent in all of those. Mm -hmm. Like I could just work out my biceps and nothing else. Well, that's going to be maybe look kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Out of proportion. Well, and so. One of the things you talk about this story, though, that I thought was just so good, just talking about persistence, is like you said, do you think Jesus already knew what this guy needed? I mean, we're talking about like the uh, the Son of God, right? The part part of the Trinity, like God on Earth, here, our Savior. He he knew exactly what was going on. He probably knew what was probably going to happen, but yet he still he right. waited until that guy persisted after him. And, and he, the Bible tells us that you know we have not because we ask not. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, like I've thought about that scripture, and maybe. How many things have I missed out on because I just wasn't even willing to ask? Yeah. I don't know. So good. So the last point uh, that you had for us was to pray expectantly. Expect God to move on your behalf. In Luke 18, 42, as that uh, passage is wrapping up, you know, Jesus said, your faith has made you well. Um, and then you went through a few other uh, passages where Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Um, and just, just to remind everybody that um, whatever you're facing, God's bigger than whatever you may be facing. Uh, nothing happens apart from God's will and what is going on. Uh, and we live in the tension. Uh, this is one of the hardest parts is that we live in this tension of um, 
knowing but not understanding because God can heal. He can do a miracle on this side of eternity um, or he can do it on the other side of eternity. And just that living in that place of just, mm. I don't know, believing and knowing, but also trusting in his, his sovereignty yeah. at the end of the day. It really is. And so we can't guarantee miracles, but we know he can. And uh, we just want to spend our time wrapping up today. I'm um, just no doubt people joining us. Uh, there, there's miracles that they're believing in. Their lives. There's miracles I'm believing in my life. Um, I'm sure you have miracles you're believing for in your life. And just spend some time just praying for those joining us. And yeah. if you have a specific prayer, I just wanted to encourage you. Do not hesitate to message us. Yeah. Don't hesitate to, if you feel comfortable, p- type it in the comments. Because those joining us, they'll pray for you as well. Yeah, there's 100%. no doubt about that. Because uh, we, we are, uh, we're just grateful you're joining us, uh, but we're committed to your journey. If you're here with us right now, uh, we're believing God's best for your life. Um, and not only that, we, we believe and want him to move in such a way that you just recognize his presence around you. So as we wrap up today, so if good. you can just, just pray for pray for us all, especially as we head, head into the week, because tomorrow is going to be here. Yeah. Whatever problems we're facing, we, we, we still are just believing God to move as we get closer to him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I would say um, if you find yourself in the tension of God's sovereignty and um, God being silent, yeah, um, because maybe you've been praying for a long time and it seems as if God doesn't hear you, God's not listening, um, you know, God's, we are so driven by our calendars, and we're bound by time, and God's not. Yeah. And, I mean, he's just not bound by time. I mean, he created time. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so it makes it difficult for us in our human minds yeah. um, to wait longer than a week for something. Yeah. Because we want, it, we want it now, because a lot of things, we can get those things now. Or our expectation of what it's supposed to be, right? Versus, I I don't know how many times I've uh, I've wanted one thing, um, and down the road realizing God had so much more for me, right? There's so much greater than what I th- what I thought I needed because He my, sees what we can't see. Yeah, He He sees behind things, and I mean, there's just going to be those moments in life where we will never understand. Yeah. And I, I've heard people say, "Well, we'll know on the other side. Maybe we will." Yeah. But on the other side, it probably won't matter anymore. We won't need our <laughs> questions answered on the other side because yeah. we're going to be complete. Yeah. We're going to be whole. And we're going to be grateful that um, we finally get to see everything that we've read about and yeah. believed in. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. so, yeah, let's pray. God, we love you. Um, thank you for Sunday. Um, thank you for your word. God, that's alive, it's active, uh, it's sharper uh, than any two-edged sword. Um, God, it it just cuts deep into our souls, and um, it reveals. And so, um, God, I know that people who are watching uh, this recap, um, those who are uh, in the room on Sunday, watching uh, online Sunday, um, may be facing... um, an impossible situation. Um, but God, we're so grateful that we serve a God of the possible. And God, you, you, you reach in and uh, we reach out. And so I, I pray for those who are watching. I pray that whatever they are facing, um, 
God, they would just release it to you and they would trust you. And God, I, I pray um, I pray over them um, right here in this room. I'm grateful that uh, anywhere, anytime, any place that we can pray to you, you hear us. Um, and God, you move on our behalf. So I, I pray, I continue to pray for miracles to happen, um, not just in our church, but all of our churches and all of Nassau County. Um, I pray for all of our pastors. And God, I pray the church would uh, be the church. Um, uh, Father, um, our community would see Christ. I, I pray this. Thank you for the opportunity, um, for this moment uh, to even talk about how great you are. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.